how'd you get started? How'd I get started rapping? Mm-hmm. And music. Okay, so basically, I got started in music. I initially wanted to be a writer. I did not want to be an artist. Um, and I basically let a friend of mine hear the rap that I wanted to write for somebody else. And I was like, hey, listen to this. You know, I want to maybe start writing because I feel like at that time, I didn't like what, what the female rappers was doing in the city. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, hey, you know, I'm going to write for a rapper. Maybe mm-hmm. I, this is so I wrote it. I let my friend hear it. She was like, bitch, no, you need to rap it. And I was like, bitch, no, I'm not going to be no rapper. <laughs> Mind you, I'm, you know what I'm saying? I was doing my thing. I had businesses open. You know what I'm saying? I was enrolled in college. I was trying to like really get my business life together. Like, you know what I'm saying? I was trying to get my shit together. Hey. And so I'm like, hell no, I'm not gonna be no rapper. Ew. I'm not a freaking rapper. Like, bitch, no. <laughs> so then she kind of just was like, okay, well, just do it for fun. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's fun, like whatever. So, you know, me, I'm a fun person. I like to have fun. I love to turn up and just do fun shit. So when she said it like that, I'm like, oh, you know what? I could do it for fun. Like, you know, just for fun. So I ended up doing it for fun and I ended up falling in love. And then I was like, oh my gosh, like, I love rapping. <laughs> like, it was like a light bulb went off in my head. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is what I've been missing in my entire life. Like, I love this. I love being in the studio. I love recording. I loved hearing myself back. I loved performing. I loved everything about it. And I was like, and I could be rich and famous? Hell, motherfucking yeah, bitch. I'm a rapper. Fuck that. Facts, facts. Yeah, you've been going viral forever, you know, just creating your content, you know, and you've been done, you've been doing some partnerships with different labels, different businesses. You got your own business ventures. So what like what advice would you give to any artist, you know, that's looking to make that transition like you and wanting to be a rapper if they find it as like, you know, a hobby or a passion or whatever? Um, the advice I would give is be consistent and make a ton of content that's the most important things in this game right now consistency because there's so many people trying to rap there's so many people making music you know what i'm saying and if you're not consistent if you're making a song once every six months ain't nobody gonna you know what i'm saying keep up with you like you got to be in their face every month like or every other month or you know just making music making freestyles content getting on Instagram, being in the studio, just showing, like, this is really, people think rap is just, like, for fun or just a hobby. Like, this shit is really a job to me. Like, hey, somebody get up and go to work every day, nine to five. I go to work every day pursuing rap. There's not one day that go by that I don't do something I got to do in my career. Whether it's make a video on Instagram, whether it's go to the studio, whether it's, you know what I'm saying, write a song, whether it's just, you know what I'm saying, just do an interview, little stuff like this. Like yeah. every day you have to be doing something or else you'll be forgotten. There's too many people out here trying to do the same thing you do. Yeah. Now, some, some people may say like, you know, easier said than done. You know, obviously not everyone has the privilege to you know, just pursue their passion because, you know, it doesn't start off with a bag in the beginning. So 
but you, you've been able to like capitalize since the beginning, the snowball effect. So let's talk about like your first big bag you got in the industry and how you start making your money as an artist. Well, I want to say this for one, before we get to that, what you said first, when you said easier said than done, because, you know, everybody don't have the funds to pursue their career. I want to stop you right there because Instagram is free. YouTube is free. TikTok is free. It costs zero dollars to post on YouTube, Instagram, um, TikTok, Twitter. It costs literally zero dollars to go on YouTube, get a beat and rap to it and upload it to Instagram. Like y'all be thinking about it too hard. Like, oh, I need money to do this. I need money to do that. No, when you get to that level, yes, of course, you got to start putting money into your craft. But when you first starting, if you starting with zero, free resources. Facts. Now you sit on you. Out every day till somebody say, you know what? Damn, this nigga real serious. Let me put some money behind him. Facts. Hey, you, you with the bag out the gate, though, you know, you had the budget for the big video shoots. You know, you always had the the nice drip on you and all that hair done, nails did. You ain't played. That's that's a part of your brand, you know, showing oh. that you can make money from this shit. So let's let's show, you know, let's tell them how to make money from it, you know. But that come from rap. And then how'd it come? I still don't make no money from rap. How you getting your bag then? All my money. I spend thousands of dollars weekly on rap. I ain't getting no money yet. How you getting your bag then? I hustle. I Let's work. Talk about it. Talk I about get, it. Huh? Let's talk about it. Yeah, I'm a stripper first. That's my first occupation. That's what I do every day. I get up and I go to work in the nighttime. Baby, I'll get to the bag. That bag from the strip club pay for everything else. Yeah. So I have to reinvest the money that I'm making from there. So a lot of people think that you make money. Listen, I've been doing music for five years. I still barely made a dollar yet. A real, real dollar. Just in case you're trying to get you some new drip, some trays that we got today from Raw. This right here is the black tray. This right here is the classic tray. And this is the organic hemp tray. We got some cool snapbacks, cool bucket hats. You can get these all at rawthenic.com. Shout out Raw Rolling Papers, keeping it classic. Facts, facts. Now, even some may say the stripper grind, you know, like you can't even cap on the stripper grind. Like we've heard interviews of Cardi saying like, you know, females be capping, talking about the lowest they made a night was 1500 but the lowest the stripper really made a zero. There's nights where you go in and you literally make nothing. So what's that stripper grind like? And what advice would you give for girls in that world to start making a bag from it? You know, because it's politics to everything. It is politics. It is. And um, for the strip club, I would say for one, appearance. I feel like that's the most important thing in a strip club because men go in there to see something. They spend the money because they see things that they like. So you cannot go in a strip club with your hair fucked up or your nails fucked up or your outfit fucked up or you stink or you, you know what I'm saying? Like you have, your appearance have to be on point first and foremost. If you want to really start getting to the bag at the end of the day, I'll be telling girls this. I say, your body is your business. You understand? So the, the better your body, the better your business. And the more you, when you start making money, you got to invest in your body, which is your business. Like stripping is really, it's really entrepreneurship. If you think about it, you go in a strip club, you know what I'm saying? You're an entrepreneur. And, no, but, well, that's not for all strippers. That's for the ones that, you know what I'm saying, are building a brand because a brand is a business. I was a stripper that 
a brand builder. So I was investing back into myself. When I get my hair done, that's an investment. When right. I get my nails done, when I get, you know what I'm saying, certain clothes, that's an investment. Because now when people look at me, I look like money. So guess what? They want to give me money. Right. I can have my bank account. But bitch, I look like 100000 A motherfucker going to give me 100000 And then boom, now I got 100000 Facts. What you mean by investing your body? Investing your body. Like, it just depends on, for one, working out. A lot of people really, really don't see the benefits of working out. Everybody want to run to the doctor. Everybody want to run to the doctor. But even when you go to the doctor, a lot of girls go get surgery and then they end up fat again six months later. So it's like working out and eating healthy is literally something that you should get into the habit of just regardless because surgery or not, baby, unless you want to be on the surgery table every six months, which I don't know who the fuck want to do that. But yeah, it depends on what you look like. Some people could get, some people are lucky. They have nice shapes already. Some people don't, bitch. If you got to go get it, you got to go get it. If you got to go see a doctor, bitch, go see a doctor because the better you look, the more money you're going to make. Facts, facts. Yo, um, so you speaking of bodies, you recently just went viral saying you got 2K bodies. Um, let's elaborate on that a little bit. Um, I mean, it's not really much to it's like it is what it is, bitch. I have somebody asked me what's my body count, and I gave them a, a estimate, you know what I'm saying? 2000. And people ask me, like, how could your body count be that high? But I'm a hoe. So, yeah. What do you mean by that? Like in a strip club or just like, you know, far as finessing? What do you mean by that? I mean, like, I'm greedy. I'm, I'm greedy. I want every dollar. So, bitch, if I'm at work and a nigga got an extra 5000 and he talking about come home with me, bitch, I'm going to go home with him. And that don't happen to me a couple times. Sometimes 10 sometimes 5 sometimes it's 2500 Bitch, I even took 1000 before. But bitch, <laughs> it is what it is. So that's how you write. I that racked up a bunch of bodies. Facts. I mean, of course, the vibe gotta be right. You ain't going home with just anybody. Like you know, it, it just the vibes. Facts. Facts. Yeah. We. I mean, you got some pretty prestige. You know, bodies under your belt. You know, you talked about French Montana and some other big name artists that you've been with. Is French Montana really the best you've ever had? I never said that. I just say he had a big dick. Okay. He, just, he got a big dick. <laughs> I not let me clear this up real quick because I never got a chance to clear this up. I am not one of those like exposing ass bitches that like to just expose niggas and all that type of shit. I'm not on that bitch. My name is not Hennessy. Okay, I don't do that shit. What happened in that interview? It was kind of like. Okay, for one, everybody, it was kind of like a truth or dare game. It was like everybody was going around the table talking about what celebrity they slept with. And I just ain't want to be no pussy ass, pie ass hoe. You feel me? They like, well, this nigga, I'm King Bond. I'm like, you know what? I just named somebody like, shit, you know what I'm saying? I was drinking. We was all just talking shit. It kind of, like I said, it was kind of like a truth or dare. And I feel like I was dared. And I felt like, bitch, I'm not going to back down from no dare. Just like when a nigga asked me about the 2K bodies, like, or my body count, bitch, I'm not. No scary bitch, I'm gonna tell you what it is. Facts. Yo, well, that, that came out like that, but that's not something I do. I don't be going around telling who people who I be who I dealt with or what I do. Like that was just 
that was we in Miami podcast being we in Miami podcast. They they get it out of you. They strangle you for their information. Yeah, yeah. I mean, speaking of 2K bodies, there's a trend going on right now where uh, people are asking, what would you do? What would you buy with your body count? So I want to ask you, what would you buy with your body count? What could you buy? Shit. Nothing. 2K? Shit, that's a fucking purse. I don't know. A pair of shoes? <laughs> What's 2K? I don't know. Uh, yeah, a purse, a shoe. Um, shit, some studio time. $2,000 is not really a lot of money to me. So, I don't know. Not too much I could do with 2K. Facts, facts. Yeah, speaking of the big budgets, you got your own TV show right now. You coming strong now. That's TV Deja Vu. Let's talk about it. Where did the whole idea come from? You know, you've been on your producer grind. Um, well, actually, this this show was brought to me. Um, so somebody else had the idea. They came to me, hey, you know, we're putting this together. Would you like to be a part of the cast? And, you know, it sounded like a very interesting opportunity. So I was just like, yeah, sure, let's do it. So whose show is it exactly? Who's producing the show? The show is being produced by Now That's TV, which is the network. So if you go to Now That's TV app, you can download it. Um, you can download it on your smart TV. You can download it on your phone, tablet, and whatever. It's there. You download it. And they have multiple different shows. So they have, like, Big Leg Show. They have, like, um, that. They have a bunch of shows on there. But the only one that's important and the only one that you need to pay attention to is Deja Vu. Facts, facts. Why but my you, coming out soon. Why that did was you approach you? Ask, but my personal show, the DTV show, that's coming up next. Facts, facts. Let's talk about the roles you play on Deja Vu. You know, as far as you being talent, why you think they chose you as talent on Deja Vu? I mean, why wouldn't they choose me? Look at me. They needed a bad bitch in the house. Like, what's up? They needed some talent. They needed some chocolate. They needed, like, they needed a real bitch to come spice things up a little bit. You know? Facts, facts. How would you say you made the show spicy? Like, you know, you had a couple fights on there. You know, you was turning it up as far as on the jet skis, on the water. What was, like, your first viral moment on the show, you think, where your fans are, you just garnered, you know, people tapped in? I feel like my first viral moment on the show was with my now boyfriend, Gucci. Um, we actually met on the show. And we didn't, like, plan to be together, but it just kind of, like, happened gradually. I don't know. But um, basically, we were on the boat. And I did a video, like, eating. And I was, like, dancing on him. And I was like, when you come home drunk and your boyfriend want to fuck, but you just hungry, some shit like that. That shit went viral. It was like 400,000 views, bitch, comments, repost, shares. Like, that shit went viral. And I feel like that was, our, that was my first um, clip of the show at all. And they was going crazy. Like, they thought it was just so funny. Facts, facts. And you were squabbling on the show, too. Let's talk about your run-in with Michelle. You know, y'all two um, really had a couple encounters on the show and y'all you know tusk it out we got to talk to michelle and got her side of the story so we want to hear your side of the story with michelle um okay so it's not too much i can say because the episodes haven't um came out yet but um 
Yeah, like shit. It is what it is. Like, I mean, so I guess she was arguing with my nigga. Like I said, if you watch when the episode come out, you'll see. Bay said, "Look, come get her," and I think twice. I just went and got her. Who would you say won the fight out of you and Michelle? Well, I can't tell you that. You gotta see the show. I can't. T- I can't give y'all too much. If I tell you, then you ain't gonna watch it. You gotta go watch it. I mean, there might be biased opinions though. Like people gonna watch it and be like, "You won, she won." I seen you on top of her. I seen her on top of you. I seen her with a black eye. Did you give her that black eye? Baby, I don't know nothing. Okay, all I know is tune in this Sunday. New episode premiered. Deja Vu, not a TV network. Download the app today and check it out. All right. What about you and Judy? Yeah. What about me and Judy? Y'all tusk it out too. You know, some shit was thrown in. And it. <laughs> <laughs> um okay uh those episodes are out so you guys could go check that out too right now the fights are there um i mean honestly and truly how i went down she punched me in the face in the head i wasn't even like i had no issue with her i didn't know her from a can of paint i didn't i didn't even think i was gonna have a problem with her i was arguing with sydney because sydney talked too goddamn much and she liked to push my fucking buttons so while Sydney pushing my buttons, I'm yelling at Sydney like, "Bitch, come out here!" Like, you know, I'm drunk too. I'm drunk as fuck, mind you. So I'm just yelling and screaming. Ah! Mind you, I turn into a wild animal when I'm drunk, like literally, like. Ah! So, <laughs> um, I don't know. She hit me, and then I had to think about. It. I'm like, wait a minute. Do I know you? Like, what? Why did you? Where did that even come from? So after I processed it in my mind, then I'd be harassed. <laughs> so you feel like you won that fight against Judy? I mean, again, like you said, people have biased opinions. You know what I'm saying? You watch the show and you tell me if you think I'd be harassed. Facts, facts. All right. Hey, everybody got their own opinion. Yeah. Let's talk about your new show coming out. You say you got your own show. Let's hear it. Well, I can't talk about that at all because we haven't even, like, that's in the works. And I can't talk about it till after they die. So. Is it going to be on the same network? No, that's TV? Oh. Okay. Man, you got but some other? They talk about it now because, you know, I don't want to try to take my idea because we're not producing it yet. You know what I'm saying? So we wait until probably about right towards the end of now that's Deja Vu and then we'll start filming that. Facts, facts. I mean, cause you got other, you got other shows too on Zeus Network, and you got other, you know, uh, like people personalities like yourself with their own show. Like you got Natalie Nunn doing her thing, you know, and you got Jocelyn, you know, far. So, what you think, like, gonna separate your show from all them other shows, the baddie shows and Zeus Network, and why you not with, you know, a different network? I feel like what's gonna separate my show from everybody else's show is that. I'm on it and I'm there. Them other shows don't got me. You understand? Like, it's DTB, like, disturbing these bitches. Yeah. And then the reason why I fuck with Now That's TV personally, because 
back when um, I was running my strip club, by the way, I used to run a strip club. I used to own a strip club in Los Angeles for two years. But while I was doing that, I met the the owner of Now That's TV because he, um, I think I had booked one of his artists to host my club. And since then, we kind of like, we was always cool. We followed each other on Instagram. Like, we always kept in contact. So it's kind of like, we have like more of a personal relationship. So with that, I feel like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to go with, not saying they completely the underdog, but I'm going to go with, I'm going to fuck with who fuck with me. The underdog to who, would you say? Underdog to who? Beg nobody to be on no network. I'm going to fuck with who genuinely, who fuck with me. Like, that's my whole when you say that, are you talking about Zeus Network? What you mean? You think that, you know, they uh, now that's TV is the underdogs to the Zeus Network? That's what you're saying? Choke for right now, because obviously Zeus been out. They've been doing their thing. You know, shout out to Zeus. I'm not no hater. Zeus is doing their thing. You get what I'm saying? But now that's TV, we, we right behind. We coming up like we, we, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I'd rather be with the person that believed in me and helped build their brand. You get what I'm saying? Facts. Yeah, they, Zeus Network, they just, I seen a, a clip. They just had Suki Hana on there on a new episode. Um, what's up with you and Suki Hana? What you mean? <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? I mean, I, I read, I saw somewhere there was some type of beef there, like there's some history, so. Uh, okay. Uh, wow. Uh, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know. We did have a little thing in the past. That was probably like three, four years ago. What was in the past? Where'd y'all meet? Uh, huh? Where'd y'all meet? We met, where did we meet? I think we met at like a booking. We both was booked uh, to host a thing like King of Diamonds or something. And we kind of just, you know, clicked off whatever DM, we exchanged numbers. Hey girls, hang out, whatever. We was hanging out, we was chilling, we was vibing. And then one day I just woke up and she just was blasting me on Instagram. And I was like, where the fuck did this come from? And I was really like, well, shit, you have my number. We're cool. You could have DM me. You could have texted me. Like, why would you just post this shit on Instagram instead of just asking me? And whatever. So we was going back and forth for a little while. But since then, we haven't talked. But just recently, she followed me on Instagram. And I was kind of like, I don't know. I didn't really understand it. And so then I just followed her back. I don't know. Now we follow each other. But I don't know. Like, it's so weird because it's like... (laughs) I don't know. We haven't spoke. But we just follow each other. So I don't know what that's supposed to mean or what. I don't know. I ain't trying to think about it too much. I got too much other stuff going on. Yeah. So there can be a Suki and Diamond collapse soon. That's what you're saying? She doing her thing. You know what I'm saying? She getting her coins. She turning up. More power to her. Facts. So there can be a Suki and Diamond collapse soon. That's what you're saying? It's possible. It's absolutely possible. I don't know. It's possible. Facts. Hey, let's get back to the music. Let's talk about your latest single, Thought. Uh, Thought is actually an EP. Yeah. So, yes. Thought. These hoes on top. Mm-hmm. Thought is out now, available everywhere, all platforms. Um, yeah. What else? What do you want to know? 
Yeah, let's talk about what inspired the songs on there. I mean, you're doing numbers right now for our streams. You know, what, what was the feedback like when you dropped that EP? Um, I think the feedback was great. I loved it because, you know, it was kind of like, it was fun. It was fun. I feel like it was very, um, it's like some shit you could turn up to, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, like I said, the title, These Hoes on Top, I always want to promote like, you know, like I said, the underdogs, which are, you know, the people that look down at certain people because of their occupation, which is, you know, strippers, OnlyFans models, hoes, porn stars, fucking anything, anything that a sex work that people look down at and think, oh, you're a hoe, you're a hoe. You get what I'm saying? So I want to let y'all know, like, bitch, well, these hoes is on top because everybody that you calling a hoe bitch, you call me a hoe all you want, bitch. I get money. Mm-hmm. Like, bitch, a bitch can't tell me I'm not on top. And and, and that so goes for all the other hoes, bitch. Suki, she a hoe, she on top. Look at, you know what I'm saying, Cardi B. Wop, 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 wet ass pussy, Mega Stallion, shaking ass every video, bitch. You could call her all type of hoes, whatever the fuck you want to say. Them hoes is on top. Mm-hmm. So, bitch, call me a hoe, bitch. Okay, shit. I want to be a hoe. Because, bitch, it look like hoes is winning to me. <laughs> Facts. Who's, who could you see yourself collaborating with soon? You know, you named a few artists. Um, I mean, right now, you know, I my dream collaboration would be I already did a song with Trina, so that's already off my bucket list. Um, Cardi and Nikki. I don't know. I know that's kind of like a sticky situation because they be going back and forth, but bitch, I want a song with both of them. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. Facts, facts. I don't care. Like, whoever's mad, mad, but bitch, I want a song with both of them. Yeah, let's talk about the Diamond Dollhouse. What's going down there? Um, Right now, there's, you know, Diamond Dolls, Diamond Dollhouse. We was lit, you know what I'm saying? We did two consecutive years back to back. Shit was a movement. It was all that cheetahs, right? We was everywhere. So basically, the dollhouse was a brand. So we was able to move to different locations. You get what I'm saying? So it was never like one place. You get what I'm saying? So we could use that dollhouse name anywhere. We go to a warehouse and say, hey, this is a dollhouse tonight. Hey, we at, you know what I'm saying? This club, here's the address. It's the dollhouse tonight. You know what I'm saying? You know, we moved around. We had a a couple permanent locations. Yes, we did do Cheetahs Hollywood. That didn't last that long, but, you know, it was a good vibe. We did Deja Vu, um, 1800 South Main Street. We did that for the longest. That was like, I believe, I believe it was a year at that club. And, you know, everything was great. I loved it. You know, one day I will definitely return back to strip clubs, owning strip clubs. But right now I have to focus on my career because this shit is a full-time job. Like I said, you don't really have time to do anything else. So once I'm done, you know what I'm saying? Once I reach and achieve all my goals in my career, Best believe I'm buying up all the strip clubs and I'm changing all their names to Diamond Dollhouse. Facts, facts. Love to see it. Love to see it. Black entrepreneurship. 
success. Yo, hey, before you go, since we're still talking about my music, my new mixtape is dropping November 15th. Hotivation 101. All right. Expect any features on there? Any big collabs? No features, no collabs, just DTV talking her shit. Who producing? Who producing it? This is you locked in with. Um, I have a bunch of different producers, but two, um, Mr. Sean Brown, uh, he produced probably like half the most of the songs on there. He's on my Instagram. He also did Miami. That's the song. That's the intro on Deja Vu. Mr. Sean Brown and Twinkie the Beat Man. Shout out to Twink, Twink the Beat Man. Um, yeah, but it's dropping November 15th. And, you know, just be on the lookout. It's coming out. We're about to motivate these hoes. Big facts. Big facts. Yo, Diamond, so we're going to get to a segment of the show right now where I ask you a series of questions and you just answer them to the best of your ability. Okay. Questions. So the first question is, smash, marry, kill. And you got to smash one, kill one, and marry one, hypothetically. And your nominees are Kodak Black, Wiz Khalifa, and the baby. Um. Oh. Okay. Is this just like looks wise, or like it's got to be personality, or what? Because it's just up to you. Huh? It's up to you. <laughs> I think I'm gonna have to marry. You said the baby. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna lie. The baby is fine as hell. So I'm gonna have to marry him. Um, I'm a smash Kodak, you know what I'm saying? That's Brian Connie, that's you know what I'm saying, even though that's my brother, whatever, but you know, just for hypothetically, you know what I'm saying? I smash Kodak because period in the club, bopping with my niggas, Kodak bopping. And then I'm gonna have to kill with Kleepa. No offense, but I just like that's I mean you you left me no other option. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Instagram, YouTube, or TikTok? What's your favorite social media? Instagram, hands down. Hands down. I'm addicted to Instagram. I literally could sit on this bitch for seven hours straight and scroll and look at the same shit. I'd be like, damn, it's the same shit coming through. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I love Instagram. I'm addicted to Instagram. I know I have a problem and I don't give a fuck. Yeah. How your DMs on Instagram? Like, what connections have you say you made strength off the strength of IG? um a lot a lot because you know i have the blue check you know i have the followers so a lot of people look at that and they just automatically you know fuck with me it's true like niggas go oh she got blue check okay boom let's work let's do this producers hit me up rappers hit me up it's just because of my platform i it's it's a lot easier for me to get into certain you know what i'm saying situations certain places certain parties bitch anything facts so what's the back, is the back bigger on instagram or only fans only fans for sure what what's the biggest bag you made off of only fans uh, instagram don't pay me they don't give me reels. Everybody have reels where you get paid to make reels. I don't know for some reason, like they will not, they will not give me that. But I think because I don't know, don't give a fuck. Whatever. Instagram don't pay me. I'm on there for free, for free 99. But OnlyFans, baby, I love me some OnlyFans, bitch. When I tell you, every time I look in there, bitch, you be like, oh, thousand dollars. Oh, thank you. Thousand dollars. 
Thank you. <laughs> What's the biggest bag you made on OnlyFans? Oh, I mean, it doesn't work like that. Like the biggest bag. I don't know. You mean like what's the most I made maybe in a month? Yeah. Uh, probably like 20,000 if I really, really try. But I really, really don't try. So I just, that should just be on autopilot, honestly. But the month I really was like promoting and posting like, yeah, link in my bio, link in my bio. That's when I really ran it up. But, you know, I try not to do that too much right now because I really just want people to focus on my music and focus on, you know, the other stuff I have going on, which OnlyFans is cool. Like I said, right now it's on autopilot. You know what I'm saying? I post a little here and there. And whatever money come out of it, you know, it always comes in handy. But I'm not OnlyFans right now. Right now I'm focused on the music. I'm focused on the show. I'm focused on just, you know, engaging my followers, my fan, building my fan base, letting people know who I am. Because everybody got ass. Bitch, Instagram... Bitch, everybody got ass. Everybody shaky. Everybody sexy. Everybody fine. It's like, okay, what else? You get what I'm saying? Facts. Hey, you got a lot going on right now. Let's talk about, like, get back to the music. What's your favorite aspect about being an artist? Is it the performing, making the music videos, or being in the studio? I feel like performing is definitely my favorite part of being an artist. Because, like, uh, you got to remember, I've been a stripper, like, all my life. So, I've I I like being on stage. I love being on stage. And I'm not just like, I'm a pole girl too. So when I go to strip club, I do pole tricks. Like a bitch, I'm up in the air. People recording me. People love me. Oh my God, I can't believe it. You know what I'm saying? So, and that's not something that just comes with stripping. That's something you have to literally go out of yourself to learn to do, to entertain people. So I always been like, I always wanted to be an entertainer. I always wanted to go that extra mile so people could like watch me for real. You get what I'm saying? So now it's kind of like transitioning to music. It gives me that vibe like when I'm at the club and I'm at the top of the pole and a DJ, oh my God, look at this bitch. And it's just like everybody just throwing money. Like that's how I feel when I'm on stage and everybody got their phones out and their cameras and they screaming, oh, DJ me, DJ me. Love me, like, I love it. That's my favorite part of being an artist. Yo, how'd you get your artist name? Um, My artist name, Diamond the Body, that was basically my stripper name from back in the day. So I just always kept it. And I just, since I turned to a rapper, I was just like, okay, just use my stripper name. Why not? Yeah. How, how often would you say, like, people confuse you from Diamond ATL, from Crime Mob? I never got that, honestly. Nobody never you know you know if you google if you google diamond the body like crime mob diamond pops up right have you seen that before not true if you google diamond the body i pop up and it says artists and it shows my music and spotify and youtube in all my videos you got to type diamond the body yeah but your your picture is in her wikipedia picture did you know that you said my picture is in her wikipedia picture yeah you didn't know that and it says Diamond Crime Mob? Yeah. Oh, hell no. Check that out. Uh-oh, wait, what? You got to send me a picture? I got to go Google that. No, that's wrong. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Shout out to Diamond from Crime Mob. Because, bitch, we nucking and bucking and ready to fight. I bet you all up on them face. I hate this message twice, bitch. I love that song. Facts. What's your, what's your Zodiac sign? I'm a Gemini. Okay. Yes, Gemini gang in the building. 
Yeah, smash and make love. Say it again? Would you smash and make love? You're the smash and make love. Oh, just in general or like yeah, in general. names of people or what? Just in general. Yeah. I like to make love. Yeah. Relationships are single. Um, oh, I like, uh, I like both. I like being in a relationship because it's like, you know, you're in a relationship. Somebody loves you. You love somebody. Y'all talk. Y'all, you know, you have somebody to go on dates with and you have somebody to pay your rent and stuff. So I love relationships. Yeah. But then I love being single too, because then you could have five people paying your rent. You know what I'm saying? You could tell your rent due, and then everybody give you two thousand dollars, and now you got ten thousand dollars, and then you pay your rent, and you still have money left over. Thanks. Where you see yourself <laughs> in five years? What'd you say? Where you see yourself in five years? Um, you know, it's not about where I see myself in five years. You know, I learned to stop looking, trying to look for the end goal, because that's what a lot of people do. We try to look for the okay, what's the finished product, or what's it going to be this. I don't never like to give myself no time limit because it's just about the process. You just got to enjoy the process, enjoy the journey. If it happened in five years, happened in five years. If it happened in 10 years, happened in 10 years. I can't put a five-year limit because then if five years come and I'm not where I want to be at, then I'll be disappointed. Then I'll be depressed. Then I'm going to say, oh, damn, I'm supposed to be here in five years. I don't put no time on nothing. Whatever God timing for me is, that's God timing. But in five years, just know as the five years is going, I'm grinding, period. I'm hustling, period. Facts, facts. Hey, uh, Work, hey I'm, I'm working. I know that much. Let's just say that. Whether yeah. I'm at top, whether I'm in the middle, bitch, whether I'm at rock bottom, I'm still going to be working. Facts, facks. Yo, so one way is a round trip when you're flying. What do you prefer? One way, always. Because I never know how long I'm going to stay. I hate when I book round trips and then I want to extend it. Then I got to call the airline and I, I just always do one way just because I just never know. And sometimes I just be being cheap. It's like, okay, I'm going to do this one way first and then I'm going to wait a week and then book the back ticket. You know what I'm saying? Just save a little money. Sometimes. I mean, you don't really save money, but in my head, I just be feeling like, I don't know. Facts. Do you mind flying spirit? Um. Okay. So usually I hate flying spirit, right? But then recently literally the other day um when i went to atlanta for the premiere i missed my flight coming back and the only flight they had left was spirit and i was like i have to go back home because i have so much shit to do so i was like fuck it i'll book spirit and then i had upgraded to like the front seat like the big extra room seat Mm -hmm. it was actually not bad they had this big ass seat I was right by the window. It was a lot of leg room. They didn't have no TV, but shit, I sleep on the plane, so I don't really give a fuck. But it was actually really not bad. I was like, oh, Spirit just stepped it up. You just got to be in the front. You can't be in the back. Them seats back there comfortable. But in the front, if you paid a little $80, bad, you get that little front seat. Spirit ain't that bad. That's what's up. Do you still get flown out? Hell Yeah. Yeah, what what that bag got to be like to fly down in the body out? It got to be it got to be right. It got to be nice. It got to be a big bag. I don't fly out because at the end of the day, I can go to work and make two thousand, three thousand, four thousand dollars. Like you know what I'm saying? I can go to work and do that. So if I'm gonna be missing work, gotta have that bag. 
Yeah. So could it be like the the spirit, you know, uh, first class, you know, like the front seat in spirit? Hell yeah, shit. You save some money. That's more money you could get to me. (laughs) Put me in the back, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Have you got catfish before? Um, I don't, I wouldn't say catfish, like looks wise. I got, um, bank fished. What's bank fished? Like when a nigga make it look like he got more money than he actually got. Oh, so that's a real thing. It is. Cause motherfucker, cause baby, they be stunting on Instagram, but I peep shit real quick. Like I asked a lot of questions. I'd be like, okay, so where... Uh, like I like to play with niggas. I'd be like, oh, so when you take the rental back, you know what I'm saying? I'd be hearing what they say. Be like, oh yeah, I go back Monday, or they'd be like, girl, don't play with me. This is my car. I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I got little tricks to like get little shit out of niggas. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, at that point, does it already matter if they if they already flew you out? If they play for your paying ticket and everything, and they got a place for you to stay, does it matter like what they driving or where they live? No, not really. No. But I'm just saying, like, in the future, like, in, like, I've been at a gas station pumping gas and a nigga pulled up in a, you know what I'm saying, foreign, asked me for my number, boom, boom, boom. I'm like, okay, shit, he got a nice car, whatever, gave my number. And then, you know what I'm saying, later on, I figured out, okay, that was his homeboy car. Uh. That was not really, that money he took a picture with, I go to his homeboy, pay his homeboy got the same stack of money. I'm like, wait, that's the same stack of money on that. Oh, no, see, no, nah, I see what's going on here. That's a bank fish. Facts, facts. Now it's vice versa too, because you can fly a dude out or you could be tricking on the dude. Have you ever, you know, flew a dude out? What? Nah. Why would I fly a dude out? I mean, because you're a businesswoman. You might not got time to be, you know, fishing. You got, you busy. You're a boss. You're a boss chick. Hell no. No. This is my thing. Niggas be pressed for pussy. I don't be pressed for no dick. I could go six months a year without no dick. I don't give a fuck. They be wanting me. I don't want them. I'm not getting on no dick at the end. I'm going to come dick me down, bitch. That's not happening. Oh, no. Ooh. Mm-mm. Hell no. I'm fine. Doing my thing. Like I don't need no dick. I, baby, dick is the last thing on my mind. Dick. Yeah. My bad, sorry. That was my alarm. But really, dick be a distraction. I don't even like. I dick be distracting me. I don't like distractions. What? I be like, oh, if it don't got a bag attached to it, bitch, I don't even want it. What was the most you ever spent on the dude before? Um, let's see. Okay, so I had this one boyfriend. It was around like Christmas time. I think I had bought him like. Uh, like a bunch of designer stuff. I bought him like some Versace like outfits. I bought him some um like Louis sneakers. You know, just like a little designer shit in a designer store. It was Christmas. We was exchanging gifts. Facts. What was the most the dude ever spent on you before? Like, my nigga niggas, like, if we go together, that's the only time I'm going to buy you something. But you already had to spend, like, a lot of money on me because, obviously, we're together. But I'm not just buying no niggas no shit just because, bitch, no. What did that dude gift you? Shit, a lot. 
the whole year he was gifting me. So I'm like, okay, it's Christmas. Uh, okay, I'll spend some money on my day. Facts. What's your favorite holiday? I've seen you dressed up for Halloween. You was going crazy. Yes, Halloween was so fun. I love dressing up. It's so fun. But my favorite, favorite holiday. I say, uh, I love Christmas. I do. I'm not gonna lie. I really love Christmas because I just feel like I love, like, besides niggas getting me gifts, I like giving gifts like to my family to my friends you know what i'm saying like i love to look at their faces when they're opening shit and like oh my god I'm like oh you're welcome so i like i like giving gifts too yeah. but to like to my friends my little sister my little brother my mom like and i feel like that's the holiday to you know treat everybody so i love christmas yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, people may have the wrong perception about you. Like, you actually give back, too, you know? So let's talk about some things that, you, that you've that you endeavored in as far as, like, giving back. We know you've given back to the stripper community, the dance club community by having your own business and stuff. So what are some different ventures you're into? Um, well, I mean, the main, the main people I give back to right now is my family. Shit. My mama don't work. I take care of her. Mm. My little my little brother, like my older brother, I help him out. You know what I'm saying? He's regular. He got a nine to five. So I help him with his rent every month. You know, my little sister, all her school stuff, anything she needs, she call me, she get it. My mom, she don't even work. So I take care of her. So that's my main giving back. I fuck. Would, right. would you consider yourself like an alpha female? Um, what is your definition of an alpha female? I mean, just as far as just like taking that initiative, like even paying your parents rent, you know, and just stepping up to the plate, you know, that takes, that takes someone with a, with a lot of courage, you know, to be able to move, like you move into Miami state to state, you know, starting your own business, you know, just in foreigns, got the designer, you got the, you living in the mansions, you on that celeb, you know, networks, you're doing it big. You an alpha female. I mean, from my perspective. So, would you consider yourself an alpha female? Um, yeah, shit. If you put it that way, hell yeah, alpha. Whoop whoop. Yeah. And like the little like stepping and stuff. Alpha, beta, phi, sigma. I don't know. Yeah, alpha. <laughs> yes, I am an alpha. I'm a big dog, big DCD, not the little one. Period. Facts. You know, how, what's your influence like? Because I know I've seen you talk about other, like, in, in other interviews, like you having an influence, you know, just in the culture you're in and a lot of girls looking up to you. So, you know, what is it like being in your shoes? You know, as far as, is it a lot of pressure, you know, dealing with that? Not a lot of pressure. I actually, you know what I'm saying? I love being the influence that I am because I feel like this is my thing, right? When I was, younger and I was just starting in the game and I was getting into the clubs like I wish I had a person like me that I could look up to you get what I'm saying that I could watch and see how she moved and know certain things is possible and you know what I'm saying get certain little games from low like I wish I had a me so I'm glad to be a me because people write me every day strippers write me every day 
you know what I'm saying, women in general, and they tell me how much, you know what I'm saying, like, wow, this song meant this to me, or, you know what I'm saying, I love listening to you, you always motivate me, I watch your page every day, that shit make me go harder, like, I love when people DM me that type of shit, because it, it really, it showed me that I know that I'm doing, you know what I'm saying, what I'm supposed to be doing. So I love being that influence because I feel like we need that. I feel like there's nobody out there that's really targeting our community. And when I say our community, I mean the, the stripper community, the stripper community, the sex worker community in general. You get what I'm saying? There's nobody out there that's standing up for that community that's saying, hey, I'm here. You know what I'm saying? Look what I did. Look what I could do. Look what, you know what I'm saying? You could do if you put your mind to it. Look what, you know what I'm saying? Look what's possible. Like, I don't see nobody doing that from my community. So I'm happy to be that in my community. You know what I'm saying? Facts, facts. That's big facts. What would you say is the most like popping strip club in Miami right now? Um, right now, you're going to get me in trouble. Damn, I can't be saying names of strip clubs. I work here. I work there. They're going to be like, damn, so you ain't say us? And then they're going to say, damn, you ain't say us? Just know, bitch, it's money in Miami, and it's going down. And wherever I'm at, that's where the money at. I ain't going to say no names. Just know. I know. Booby Trap is pretty popular right now. You rock on Booby Trap? I love Booby Trap. Yeah. I love Booby I ain't going to lie. I be trapping at Booby Trap. The only thing is, it's 24 hours. Like, these people do not sleep. It'd be like 8 o'clock in the morning. Like, damn, go home. Sheesh. My feet hurt. Fair. But I love, <laughs> I love Boom Trap. It's a bag of Boom Trap for sure. What's the difference between, like, L.A. strip clubs and Miami strip clubs, you would say? Um, I would say the difference is, for one, the music. Like, the music. It's a lot different in the strip club in Miami than LA. And for two, I would say the dancers. Like, I feel like it's a lot more mixed in people out here. Like, it's a lot more colors. It's a lot more, you know, different shades, different backgrounds, different ethnicities. Um, in LA, it's more of like, it's more predominantly Spanish. Thanks. So nine times out of ten, you're just gonna see a bunch of Spanish girls. You might see one, you know, black girl here, light skin here or there, but majority is Spanish in LA. In Florida, you see green, yellow, blue, purple, bitch, anything. What's your ethnicity? I'm Jamaican. I'm Jamaican. My mom and my dad both born in Jamaica. I was born here though, but I'm Jamaican. You ever go back? Yes, I've been in Jamaica a couple times. Um, my family's out there. My grandma, shout out to my grandma because she loved me. She'd be watching all my shit, so she might end up watching this. Hey, grandma! <laughs> but uh, yeah, my grandma, my uncles, my aunties, everybody out there still. So when I go up there, I go visit them. Um, yeah, I love Jamaica. I love Jamaica. Like, love. shout out to Jamaica. Boop, 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 boop. Facts, facts. If you can live anywhere in the country right now, where would it be? Anywhere in, like, in the country of, like, United States or, like. Yeah. Oh, L.A. L.A. What made you move? Because you was, you was turning up in L.A. I didn't move. I still live in L.A. My apartment's there. I pay my rent every month. I just pay my rent on first. Okay. But, and 
right now, when it comes to my music, I feel like I have more culture and I have more, because I started doing music here. So I have more, I know everybody here for whatever I need. If I need an engineer, I got my engineer locked in who I'm comfortable with, you know, shout out to Josh. Um, you know, my photographer, Specs, like pictures, boom, I go to Specs. You know what I'm saying? Hair, I got my hair girl, I got my makeup girl. Shout out to Steph Beauty Box, you know what I'm saying? Like everything that I have to do, like music wise and just, I just comfortable with my people that here. So I always come down here whenever I have to do like a project. So right now, like I said, Hotivation coming out November 15th. So I'm just here putting everything together. Facts, facts. All right, let's get back to the music. Uh, underground music, up and coming artists or mainstream artists? Who you listen to more? Um, I say mainstream artists, but I wouldn't say um, new mainstream artists. I like to listen to old music. Like, I'm not really too much into the new rap. Like how, like, SWV, Aaliyah, The Brat, uh, Trina? Yeah, I like, like, Jeezy, Jeez. for example. Love Motivation 101. Like, I'll play that in the car before I play Little Baby. No offense to Little Baby, because I love Little Baby, too. But, you know, that's just... What like what what I personally listen to when I'm in my car or when I'm in my vibes, I be listening to Miami shit like old school Trina. You know what I'm saying? You don't know Nan, like you don't know Nanho. You know what I'm saying? I like Ball Greasy. I like um fucking. I'll listen to fucking JT Money. <laughs> like I don't know. I just be liking. I like old school plies like. A real nigga testament. Like, I don't know. I just like, like the music that I grew up on. I just, I'm so comfortable with it. I don't know. I love it. That music all the time. Like, I don't put on, like, if you give me the Oxford, I'm not putting on nothing that came out in 2022. I'll listen to it, like, on the radio when I'm in the clubs. You know what I'm saying? They play whatever. You know, I, I like the songs. I fuck with them. But me personally, don't give me the Oxford unless you want to hear some throwback Thursday shit. Facts, facts. Majors are independent. Um, I mean, what do you mean, like, for me? Yeah, like, what's your situation right now? Oh, I'm independent. I'm 100% independent. And when I say independent, I mean independent. Like, I don't have no manager. I don't have no label. I don't have no... um. I don't have no investor. I don't have no team. I don't have nothing. I have me. BTB. Everything you see me do, I do that shit solo. Every dollar that's spent, I spend it. I spend my money. I go, I work, I hustle. And I invest in myself. Shit, nobody gonna invest in you. And you gotta invest in yourself. Facts. And you're still getting the big press right now. You know, big platforms, doing interviews, all that. How do you yeah. do that for any artist, you know, that's fully independent? that want to still get that, that same press as a mainstream artist? Relationships. You got to have relationships with people. Like a lot of the things I, I'm getting into is because of relationships. Just like I said with the Now That's TV with Deja Vu. That's somebody I knew from another situation. You get what I'm saying? And I kept, you know, just an Instagram. We just was cool still following each other. Then it was like, two, mind you, that happened like two years ago. 
So two years later, you know what I'm saying? He's still following me, seeing what I'm doing, whatever. He hit me up like, yo, shit, I got this going on. You trying to pull up? I'm like, hell yeah, shit, let's do it. You get what I'm saying? So I feel like if you build relationships with people, a lot of times, you know, you can get into these certain, you know, looks. And also if you're consistent and if you look like you're doing something like, a lot of people, the way I move, a lot of people probably think I'm fine, but I'm really not. But because the way I move, people contact me and they be like, hey, look, we got this going on. You want to do it? You know what I'm saying? Like you, shit, you DM me. What's up? You want to interview? Hell yeah, let's do it. You know what I'm saying? Facts, facts. Podcast or radio? I love podcasts. I love podcasts. I love podcasts. I do. I love talking shit. <laughs> I love talking shit. <laughs> talking um, right now. But I also love to be seen talking shit. On the radio, it's like you hearing people. I like to be in view. Are you talking about for me or are you talking about what I like to watch or listen to? Yeah, what's your favorite podcast right now? Um I have a lot. I don't know what's my favorite, but I like I think I'll go with We in Miami just because the vibe is really cool. It's always fun. It's always lit. You know what I'm saying? The energy is really, you know what I'm saying? It's always a good time on me in Miami, honestly. They keep it very fun. It's never too serious. It's just like a good vibe. I love it. Facts, facts. Podcast, period. Yeah, yeah. That's off top. That's off top. I'm killing it right now. Um, yeah, so we talked about your favorite podcast. I was going to tap in and say, Carisha, please, or Young Miami. You're rocking with Carisha, please? Um, Not really. <laughs> I, I, like I said, I'm not really too much into industry, industry stuff. You get what I'm saying? Like I, like I said, I rather, I'm more for the underdog. I rather watch me and Miami podcast than Carisha, please, because I feel like, no offense to nobody, Carisha. She's beautiful. She's doing her thing. But, you know what I'm saying? That platform was, like, given to her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather fuck with somebody that's building their shit off the muscle, that's really going out, had to build their following, had to, you know what I'm saying? Like, they they got it out the mud. That's, that's, that's what I like, because that's what I am, and that's what I represent. Mm-hmm. I get my shit out the mud. Ain't nobody gave me shit. You know what I'm saying? I work for everything I got. So I can't get behind something that was just given. Like, I want to watch the motherfucker go from a thousand followers to a hundred thousand. Like, bitch, I was there when you had a thousand followers. Damn, man, your shit growing. Like, I love that shit. Yeah, facts. Hey, what what age would you say you got that you got that fire burning inside of you because you've talked about you know since age 12 that's when you lost your virginity and you were exposed to a lot at a young age so what age did you really jump off the porch I feel like I jumped off the porch I'll say like honestly I'll give it like 13 because we was outside honestly we was outside but it wasn't even like on no money vibes but like I say in a lot of other interviews we had um teenage clubs we had like the all-nighters at the skating ring. So a bitch used to be at a skating ring, 13 years old, bitch. We used to be, you know what I'm saying? We was outside. We had um trends, you know what I'm saying? So I've been clubbing and partying and being outside since I was 13, 14, 15. Then I started dancing. So from 15, that's when I really was like, well shit, I wanna, I need 
to make some money. Like I need money. Like all this is cool. It's fun. Partying is great, but I need money. So did you you drop out of high school or you went to high school? No, I went to high school. What high school you went to? to work and leave work and go to school in the morning. What high school you went to? Um, I went to Dillard High for my first year, and then I finished my high school in Coral Glades. Okay, where's where's Dillard at? That's in LA. No, this is in Florida. In, in... Okay, where where lit lit. All right. Rock County, period. So, yes, I was a dealer. You know, I went to Coral Glades. But, no, I graduated. Miraculously. <laughs> I ain't gonna hold you, bitch. I don't even... It, it was by, like, a... But I still graduated, bitch. I got my diploma. Not that that matters in nowadays terms. Like, really, it don't really make no difference whether I did or not. But I did. You know what I'm saying? But... Yeah, I was young. I was hustling. Like the moment, the day after I realized, bitch, I could make $100, $200 in a night, I changed my whole fucking life, bitch. Every day I wanted to work every day. I was like, shit, I love getting money because I was really, not even was I just po, it was like my mom had left. Mm. So I was like on my own. Like, I literally, like, I didn't have no parents. Like, I was just living my life by myself at 16 years old. So it was like, at this point, I got to start making, I got to be making money. I need to save up. I have to, you know, pay for somewhere to live because I don't, you know what I'm saying? I'm sleeping on couches. I'm sleeping on, I'm at my homegirl house. I was trying to just figure it out. So at a very young age, bitch, money was all I cared about. Yeah. Facts, yeah. facts. Would you take that experience back if you if you could? Or you feel like that made you who you are today? Yeah, I would not. I would never take anything back. I don't regret anything. I have no regrets in life. Everything happened for a reason. Everything. So whatever happened, the good, the bad, the ugly, it all, it definitely made me who I am today. And it was just lessons. Like, I, I feel like I had to go through that so I could help other people that are going through that you get what i'm saying i want to be that person that's relatable where a girl's like damn that happened to me too like i'm in that situation right now what the fuck do i do you get what i'm saying yes oh no it had to happen everything had to happen everything happened for a reason and i wouldn't take nothing back what would you tell her to do the girl that's in that situation right now i would tell her to do what i did you know what I'm saying? But I would tell her to do it differently than I did it. See, the thing about me, when I jumped in a strip club game, I didn't have no plan. I didn't have no, like, exit strategy. I didn't know nothing. I just knew I needed money, and this was a place for me to go get money. So what I did when I got my money is I spent my money. I spent it. I got it. I spent it. I got it. I spent it. I didn't save nothing. I went shopping every day, bitch. I start buying shit. I didn't give a fuck. But what I would tell somebody else in that situation is go get the bag, but be smart with the bag. Save the bag. Do not go blowing money just because you got it. You know what I'm saying? Be smart with it. Have a plan. Put something together because, you know what I'm saying? You don't want to be 20 years later doing the same shit. Yeah. What you going to do with this money 
before you even get the money. So when you get the money, you already have your intentions and you know exactly what you're going to do. You have everything set up. Like, okay, first thing first, I need to, you know, have a roof over my head. Let me put that together. Boom. Now when I do that, I'm a, you know what I'm saying? Maybe go, go to school while you're dancing. You get what I'm saying? Try to get some type of degree where you could say, okay, I'm just paying through my way for school or, you know, a trade or go to hair school or nail school or whatever. Just do something. Don't sit in there and just buy stuff all day. That was the biggest mistake I could have possibly ever made in my life. But not a mistake because it was a lesson and I learned it and now I'm going to teach it. Was was there a certain scenario where it was like a reality check for you? It was like, damn, I got to get my shit together. I really fucked this bag off and I put myself in the hole. Man, let me tell you. Okay, so this one time I wanted a nice car. I wanted a Camaro, right? So I saved, I worked like every day for a month and I saved up like $10,000. So I went to the dealership. Mind you, I know nothing about cars. I know nothing about credit. I know nothing about nothing. I just got a license and I want a nice car because I want to, you know, I want to look cool like everybody else. Mind you, I'm fucking 19 years old. I'm not even, this is young as fuck me. I go to dealership. I'm like, okay, I want this car. He's like, what's your credit score? I'm like, I don't know. They go check my credit score. You don't have no credit. I'm like, okay, I don't care what that means. He's like, okay, we got to put a higher down payment. So I'm like, okay, what up? What, what I got to pay? He's like, um, how much you got to put down? I said, well, I have like $10,000. He's like, okay, put down $10,000. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I gave this man my whole $10,000 that I worked the whole month, saved up. I did not have money for gas. I gave him my $10,000. But I said, you know what? I'm going to just go back to work tonight and make it again. And then after I gave all that money up, the next month just happened to be slow as fuck. So in my mind, I'm like, oh, I could just make this money back, whatever. Because I'm thinking, you know, you just think it's always going to come. Man, when I tell you that next month was so slow, and I was like, oh my gosh, like, I thought the money was just going to come back, but it wasn't coming back. So now I got this card and I got this car payment. But like, if I could go back in time, if I knew first about credit, I would have never had to put 10,000 down. I would have built my credit, got a secure card, did, you know, certain little things. It had a higher credit score. So now I could have had a way lower down payment. You get what I'm saying? Or possibly no down payment. Thanks. Depending on my credit. I didn't know that. Um, I could have saved my whole $10,000 and still got the car I wanted. You get what I'm saying? It's just little stuff like that. And then, like I said, that next month, me thinking that I was just going to make that money right back, the next month was slow as hell and kicked me in the ass. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, I really fucked up because <laughs> I spent my, my $10,000 and now I'm not making no money. Thanks. So that was a lesson where I'm like, damn, okay, I need to save. I cannot spend the same amount of money I save. If I make $10,000, i am not going to spend $10,000. Have five thousand and always have five thousand left. You know what I'm saying? So that was, I feel like, the one wake up moment. I was like, oh shit, I can't just spend all my money. I have to save. Have you ever had an eviction or a repossession? No, I always (laughs) fine. But that come from, you know what I'm saying? That come from. That's where two thousand came in because it's nights where you don't make no money in the strip club, and that's. 
like, well, shit, my rent is due. So this, I'm going to get it how I got to get it. Because one thing about it, I'm not going to be on those streets. I'm not going to be with no car. I'm not going to be homeless. I'm not going to be back living on nobody's couch. I'd rather do what I got to do and make it do what it do than just be dead broke. I'm not doing that. I'm sorry. Facts, facts. Hey, now let's get back to the music. Who's your favorite rapper? Um, okay, so people been throwing this question around a lot, but it's like I don't have like one favorite rapper. Can I do like a top five? Yeah, we're gonna breeze through these questions because they won't answer questions, though. Remember, so we said what they're one answer questions, so we're gonna breeze through them after your top five. Okay, um, I'm gonna say Nicki Minaj. Lauren Hill, Jeezy, Tupac, Lil Wayne. Favorite comedian? Uh, I say Kevin Hart. His favorite funny. athlete? Uh, I like LeBron James. Favorite genre? Uh, genre of what? Music. Um, rap. Your favorite genre? Movies. Mm, I like scary movies. Favorite color? Green. Favorite animal? Uh, animal. Uh, mm, I really don't like animals. You don't have no animals? No, I don't like animals. I mean, not that I don't like animals, but I don't like, I don't care for them. Like, whatever. You have any kids? I'll say a dog. I don't know. Facts, facts. Um... (laughs) Uh, weed or hookah? Hookah. All right. Casamigos or Hennessy? Casa Frico. Bel Air or Moet? I'm going to go with um, Moet and Rose. All right. Soda or juice? Water. Take out or dine in? Mm, dine in. I like to sit down and eat comfortable what's your favorite restaurant right now um right now there's a restaurant um what's it called fuck uh, 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 uh. oh playa it's in miami that shit is lit it's fuck it's like a restaurant slash nightclub oh that's hard so lit like you eat it but then you turn it up they got a dj like hey it's lit so yeah i play that's hard you rock with the finger licking? Yes, I do. I like finger licking when I'm when I'm when I'm on my cheat day because I try to keep the fried foods down to a minute. Facts, facts. Uh, tattoos or piercings? Tattoos or piercings? Yeah. Which um, tattoos. How many tattoos you got? Um, I got a couple. Uh. Mm, got like uh let me see like uh which one means the most to you um probably this one right here this is my mom's name this is heaven where where i love my that's right designer casual i like designer Mm -hmm. money or fame I'm going to say fame, because with fame, you can always make money. 
Nikki or Cardi? No, I'm not doing that. I love both. What? Loyalty or respect? Huh? Loyalty or respect? Uh, I like respect. Like, respect me. Word, word. For sure. Hey, Diamond, will you pass a series of questions? Now that we tapped in, let's shout out those social media handles. Any upcoming projects you got? Okay, well, follow me on Instagram at Diamond the Body. That's Diamond, T-H-E-B-O-D-Y-Y. Okay, it's two Y's at the end, and it's a blue check. If you don't see that blue check or them two Y's, it is not me, all right? Because I got a whole bunch of fan pages and a whole bunch of fake pages, so look for the blue check, all right? And um, Motivation 101 is on the way, November, November 15th. And also, I have Miami. I have a song called Miami. That's coming out November 5th. And I got Thought, These Holes on Top. That's out now. It's available everywhere. Um, all platforms, all streaming platforms. Y'all go check it out and check me out. Matter of fact, and also YouTube. Y'all check my YouTube out. I got a lot of YouTube videos. Um, check out some of my interviews. Check out, you know what I'm saying? Just check me out in general. Facts, facts. Make sure y'all go watch me on Deja Vu, now that's TV network. What's up, y'all? This is your girl, Time in the Body, aka DTB, <laughs> aka Disturbing These Bitches, because that's what I do. And shout out to Leo Black Show, and that's period. <laughs> hey, you lit. I'm pausing the video now.